Are you ready for the breakthrough insights that will help you activate your magnetism, amplify your message, and get wildly paid to be you? My name is Eva G and I'm a human design business coach and I'm obsessed with helping you drop all of the shoulds and build your divine legacy by aligning to your true desires, being in your zone of genius and leveraging your human design. I want you to step onto the path of least resistance and a path filled with pleasure and enjoyment. I have done it, others have done it, so it's absolutely possible. How? This is what I will uncover in this podcast. So let's dive in. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Breakthrough Insights Show. And today we got the beautiful April Santo Domingo, who I'll introduce through her human design chart, and then uh, she'll tell you a little bit more about what she does. Um, so let's see if you have any similarities to her chart. She is a pure manifesting generator uh, with that 3420 channel and an emotional one. We're definitely going to be touching on that topic always because <laughs> 50% of the population are emotionals. And uh, she's a 6'3". Lots of experiences, lots of pivots. And uh, yeah, she's got um, an undefined head, open Ajna undefined g-center and undefined spleen the rest is beautifully defined um and let me just see which oh the 952 channel the 3420 as uh, i already said and the 3740 just to make sure because uh those channels are like our superpowers right like where we feel kind of complete and like really shine so i love to to mention them as well so april welcome to the show <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited. I feel like I I learned so much even just from the academy, but also through your Instagram and your podcast. You're, I'm just really excited to be part of this. So thank you for having me. Yay. Yeah. April was in the Human Design Academy in our, what was it? In the first cohort? Second very cohort? first cohort. Yeah. There we go. Yes. <laughs> yes. So that's, that's a connection that we have. And yeah, she's just amazing when you watch her you know on instagram and just the energy that she has and exudes and it's just pure pleasure fun love <laughs> all of it and uh, she's also quad right i didn't say that which is going to be a very very important topic here uh so we're going to be going sherlock on what it is that you do so tell us like what is what is that difference that you're making in the world what are you passionate about doing Yes. Yeah, so I, I am a holistic life coach and I help women heal from um, generational trauma so that they can finally live a life of authenticity and empowerment. Um, definitely take a lot of my own experiences to get there as a first generation Filipino American. Um, and it's really been fun to incorporate that in how I teach my clients to, to go after what they really love and be themselves. <laughs> That is um, a massive, massive, massive topic. <laughs> no, literally, like this is the most important topic when it comes to, you know, being that visionary, being that thought leader, right, which is what we're all about here. Um, it's not just pure entrepreneurship, you know, like e-commerce or whatnot. It's like you have this mission in your heart. You have this something that you want to leave behind in this life, right? And you're very passionate about, you know, making a change in this world, right? We are those change makers. And uh, yeah, so being yourself, 
like I've found along the way, you know, just how much social media has pushed me, so to say, right. And been this personal development journey and a journey of like shedding all of the conditioning, all of the shoulds, all of the expectations. And, you know, that those places where I thought that I was too much or not enough, yes. right. And coming to terms and like accepting yourself and not judging yourself and, you know, like allowing yourself to show up even more, to be visible even more, right? And accepting everything that it carries with it. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. That, that <laughs> radical self-love of being able to love all those parts of ourselves, the parts that we thought were broken that need fixing. It's just parts of us that need to be validated and heard and um, really being able to show up for those parts and saying, okay, we're, I've got you now. I'm going to take care of you and we're going to start living life the way that feels best for exactly. us. Exactly. And I think that's a beautiful, like, let's connect your charts to that topic. <laughs> okay. I mean, first of all, that that undefined G center. And today we had a call in, in the Human Design Academy, we were talking about the G center, and we covered all about it. But yeah, just kind of like loving yourself with like the fluidity of who you are, the chameleon that you are, right? Yes. Um, and how like basically the only constant is the lack of consistency, so to say, yeah. right? <laughs> and then adding the, the, the quad right on top of that, and then adding on top of that, the 3420 channel of like, you know, responding and having that impulse, right? In the moment and then just going for it, right? Um, so how did like, I don't know, I, you know oh human gosh. design and you know your yes. design yes. how does how did you allow yourself to be yourself how do you come to terms with yourself and with your fluidity right and how did you learn to work with it basically yeah and, and I, I think there was so much confirmation and validation when I learned this in my chart about especially with the open g center that's kind of where I started and then the quad right came a little bit later um but I always felt like I struggled with an identity growing up. Like I didn't know who I was or I didn't, I mean, even when it came to just something simple as like fashion sense, like I just, I felt like I didn't have a fashion sense or some days I'd want to dress a little bit more goth, a little bit more hipster on another day. And I would always admire people who had like a consistent fashion sense. I'm like, wow, like if I were to see an outfit, I know who exactly would be wearing that. And for me, I've just, my closet up until now is a plethora of different <laughs> styles, you know, um, but actually being able to find myself, giving myself that permission to be whatever I want to be on a day-to-day -day basis has been really empowering for me. Um, but as far as identity, oh gosh, Eva, we can like go so deep on this if we need to. But like, you know, like I said, I help a lot of, you know, first, first and second generation, um, like women of color really find themselves. And, you know, coming from that Filipino American background, there's a lot of conditioning. There's a lot of really being put in a box of this is how you should be. This is what route you should take. I took the stereotypical nursing route. So I actually used to be a hospice nurse and I left that job to be a full-time coach last year not looking back, <laughs> but it took me a long time to be able to gain that confidence to take that chance on myself and be like, it's okay for me to, to move on from this. It's okay for me to break away from this quote unquote Philippine identity as a nurse and go after and do something I really, really love and am passionate about. Oh yeah. Yeah. I do. Um, like you're so, 
here's the thing that I love, like, you know, just looking at your Instagram and just like how you express yourself, right. And how present you are and let's call it consistent <laughs> because mm -hmm. it is consistency, right. It's not like showing up every day is consistency. No consistency is, is different, right? right. But like you're showing up in consistency of your beautiful energy, right. You're showing up when you are on fire and, you know, it, it radiates through the screen. And so like, I really want to ask you about like, connecting what you do right and the tools that you have in your tool belt with uh, allowing yourself to be yourself and to unbox yourself which is you know what us manifesting generators are all about like yes. being free being unboxed especially you as a quad right like not boxing yourself in and like all of that like what did you have to do what did you have to shed like mm. and what were some of the tools that you used yeah um like in my business first of all, not being someone who is very business-minded to begin with, like I had to do a lot of unlearning and detaching from what everyone else was doing. So even learning that I'm an MG, that gave me permission to be like, okay, I don't have to do it that way. I can do it my own way. Um, but I did, it took me a while, Eva, to like release the pressure of posting every day, always having consistent content, showing up even when I didn't feel like it because I felt like that's what I had to do to be successful, right? Because we live in a very structured world right now and you need routines, you need discipline and all that, but I am not that. <laughs> and it took for me to come to an acceptance of that and also healing a lot of parts of myself that felt like I had to adhere to what everyone else was doing. Um, so I'm, I really appreciate you saying that like on my Instagram, you feel my energy because I literally now only post when I have the energy to post. Um, there was a time when I was feeling guilty cause I was like, shit, I don't have, can I, sorry, can I? Yes, of course. Okay. All right. <laughs> All um, the words you want. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I was, you know, I would be like, shit, I am not posting, you know, every day or even every other day I'm going to lose, you know, my visibility. I'm going to lose potential clients. But it didn't feel good for me, you know? So I was like, what if, what would happen if I just let that go? Let me see here. Let me just sit with that. And rolling with my energy in that way, I would find that when I do have the energy to create, I'm so pumped up and I'm so jazzed about it that once I, you know, once I put something out there, it, it has its own, it takes on its own life. And so I'm seeing the evidence and showing up when it feels good for me. That's, that's what gets me the results. And that's when I feel the most fulfilled. Mm, beautiful 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 <laughs> I did um I did also want to like just come back to that topic of like just kind of unboxing yourself mm -hmm. what are all of those things that you felt like you maybe needed to be or just the things that you have shifted along the way to just unlock more and amplify more of your magnetism basically mm -hmm. right and become more of yourself right what were those things that you kind of had to drop I had to drop caring about what other people thought. Mm. That was a big one. Um, you know, I've di I've dived into a lot of different healing modalities and trainings, and um, a lot of them aren't normal, like in my culture. You know, like when it comes to spirituality, like doing tarot, human design. You know, all of these things are not normal. Um, but because I know they work for me and they empower me. I just know that when I'm lit up by that, you know, it helps light others others up too who are ready for it, right? Um, so it had a lot 
to do with me just releasing the fear of being judged Mm. and finally just showing up, just showing up and not expecting perfection. Yeah. Just showing up, doing it messy. Right. Yes. And like you have that gate 26 that we share and it's like, um, Karen Curry Parker calls it, you know, integrity. Right. And so like, it is the gate of kind of like the salesman, so to say, right. It is very persuasive, especially when you have the full channel, it's like, you understand human behavior and you understand how to attune yourself to that in some way. Right. And you can sell, but you can only sell something that you truly believe in, right. That you have some conviction about. Right. And what I also heard from you, it's like, I have, you know, tarot, I have human design, I have all of these things and they worked for me. And I love them and I believe in the power of them, right? So like I'm going out and and speaking about it, right? And like that is the essence of, you know, thought leadership and like really like playing bigger. It's like, I got this thing that I believe in wholeheartedly and I know that it works and I want to shout it from the rooftops because every person who is aligned with this needs to hear about it, right? And come and access it. And so like, you know, that, that's what sales is all about. I've got this magical, beautiful thing that isn't going to improve your life. Come and get it. Because why would you be without it if it's the perfect solution for you, right? This right person. It's not for you, honey. For you, no. I think something else is aligned for you. You need a different approach. You need something else. But like for you guys, if you are this person, this is the one thing for you, right? Yes. It's like, yeah, showing up in that conviction. Yeah. And I found, you know, the more that I showed up, you know, just being me, the more I attracted those clients who are walking the same path I am. And maybe I'm just a few steps ahead of them. So I'm literally here just showing them, okay, this is what I've done. You can take what you like, leave what you don't. Um, And then, you know, obviously utilizing human design into my my program so that they can follow their own authority and and follow what feels safe, right, best, good for them. Um, And also like, so real quick, I just wanna add, so like, you know, with my coaching, I don't even introduce human design right away because I recognize that deconditioning is so important. Um, Sometimes when people get introduced to human design and they haven't done any of the deconditioning or healing, it's, they can feel a little discouraged. And Mm. I've heard that from some of my clients and from some other people who have started getting into it. And I was like, okay, well, let's start unraveling first and kind of peeling back some of these layers where you feel limited so that once I introduce you to human design, you're ready to like, almost be like a clean slate to it and just receive it. So we work so much on on healing and, and focusing in on the trauma so that once they understand why they might have felt disempowered to begin with, just like for me, like understanding like, oh gosh, I felt so limited in this. I felt like I was put in such a box. Um, I was able to finally accept like, oh wow, this really is me. I can lean more into just focusing on the now. I can lean more into flowing with my energy. I can lean more into um, experimenting, which I was so fearful before. I was so scared to try new things before. Mm. You know, that a lot of things that I, so I have a lot of clients who are parents and we work on not using the phrase, be careful so much with our kids because it does create like a, fear, a fearful mindset, you know? And I, as a six, three, it's like, God, I'm all about I, I, you know, I kind of should, I'll be all about just diving in and just experimenting and experiencing. Um, And that has been such a game changer for me, Eva, to just 
try new things and bet on myself, give mm. myself permission to bet on myself, which I used to never do. I used to always need outside validation. I used to always be fearful of like, what would my parents think of this? I was like in my 30s and I was still like scared to like leave my nursing job because I was like, what would my parents think? You know, but when I finally leaned into this, I'm just like, well, what if I just allowed myself to be me? You know, that's when the power started happening. And now seeing that with my clients, it's so amazing and it's so fulfilling and it's so energizing to see that people are finally connecting and, and coming back home to themselves because of the experiences that I'm sharing. Oh, yes. That's the, yeah, that's the, the total key for you. Right. And then like, that's how you empower others, you know, like that six, three, it's like, you're full of those experiences and then sharing that and, and being that kind of like storyteller yes. right? and like sharing your embodied stories is just, you know, and then you just become the role model for everyone. And they're like, oh, if she can do it like that, like I can do it too. Right. And it's just giving us that permission, right. And giving us that inspiration, it's yeah, it's it's beautiful. How else are you like using your human design um, in your business? Like one of the the big things here that I see, it's like it's always that permission thicket, right? It's that validation also. It's like, hey, you are meant to, you know, you are a quad, right? You are meant to, you know, experience with that six three. You know, you are meant to act in the moment, so to say, you know, like with the the thirty four twenty, but also wait for that emotional wave. Be careful of that, and like understanding all of those things, it it just helps you be like, okay, like I am meant to be like this, and now how can I work with it instead of constantly trying to change it, to shift it, to whatnot, right? How can I love this part of me so that I can actually leverage it instead of see it as a as a block? Right. Good question, because that's something that I I feel like I'm still learning to balance and find within myself as an entrepreneur. Sometimes it can be really hard. Again, if you're like you know, you get stuck on social media and you play the comparison game or you fall into the comparison trap. It's like, oh, I, sh I need to be creating something. And so there's been times when I've tried to initiate creating, you know, a course, you know, creating a new program. I'd get all hyped up about it and then it would just drop. Like, I don't want to do this anymore, you know? And so being able to sit and hold my emotions with that and say, you know what, it's okay. It's okay. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing to feel guilty about. You didn't waste your time. Now you know what it felt like to even start that process, but let's wait. And the waiting sometimes, Eva, can be so hard for mm. me. I'm not the most patient person, but... <laughs> that defined route. <laughs> it is. It is the defined route. Um, but also understanding that I, I am the quad right. Like I have that quad right. It's, it's just being able to flow with and trust. There's a lot of trusting, I mm. feel like, in my design. Um, when it comes to that response and when it comes to that flow of energy. And so I've had to really work with that. And so now, you know, I'm finally, I have that, I feel that momentum for this new course that I'm creating for parents. So I'm writing it, right? Like I'm writing it. Like I told you at the beginning of the call, like I was up until 3 a.m. last night <laughs> feeling so fired up. I didn't even want to go to sleep, but I had to force myself because my kids had school this morning. But um, I just trust that when the fire is there, it's going to be there. Like, and if, if it's not, then I just continue focusing on things that bring me joy, things that keep my fire lit up in other ways. And yeah. I just trust that it's going to come. Yeah. There's always it's, something. It's a challenge sometimes. <laughs> it freaking is. It really freaking is, you know? Yeah. And it's, 
it is a challenge to trust. It's not just for you. It's, it's for everyone. That's that thing. Like the, the, the safety is what we're all looking for. Right. And what the subconscious and the nervous system are always like kind of gravitating towards. So anything that is new, right. Anything that is uncertain, we don't know when it's going to come in or what is going to happen or which route to take or whatnot. It's like, it's freaking scary. Right. And I, I, I talked about this in one of the, the, the reels that I've done. It's like, what I found personally uh, to be like the key to this trust um, is like the only thing that I can control is myself, right? So if I go into this experience and if something, you know, falls through and like I mess up or whatnot, it's like, if I know that I can hold myself through any emotions that come up, especially as an emotional authority. It's like those waves and the crashes. Yes. Oh my God, the crashes are huge. The crashes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You, yeah, you have like almost all the waves um, and, the, and the big crash waves. <laughs> like me, oh my God. So it's like, yeah, if I know that I can hold myself through any disappointment, through anything, like I can go for it. And so having that trust in myself that I can depend on myself, that I can hold myself, that has been like a massive game changer, you know, for me. And yeah, having, especially like with an emotional, um, like when you go through an experience and then, you know, something crashes, right, whatever it is, like you, we feel those emotions so, so hard. Um, and so having like a tool to manage that, you know, for me, conscious connected breathing mm -hmm. is a tool that I use for like processing these emotions, right. And letting them out in those 90 seconds that they take mm -hmm. before they become, you know, it, it, instead of clinging to them, right. And having them become those stories that go on loop, right. Instead of releasing that energy that also releases that story loop, right. And helps you access a different way of thinking. So that for me was one big tool. And then another one, of course, the, the emotional freedom technique, the EFT tapping, right? And so like whenever there's something a little bit smaller, so to say, right? Like I, I tap it away and like I, I relax my nervous system and all of it. So yeah, knowing I've got my back yes. has been a massive thing for, for having that trust. I don't know, any, anything else that's been like a, a breakthrough insight for you around yeah. that trust and around like following yeah, that authority, so to say, following your strategy and authority. Yeah, no, I think it's so important to be in touch with your body, like, it's, especially when you're in a, you know, when you're an emotional person, like, to get in touch with your body, because with me having the, the undefined head and open Ajna, I'm the, like a master overthinker. So uh, lots of fears and, you know, uh, future, future tripping. Um, so being able to drop out of my head and into my body and just holding those emotions and saying, it's okay this is scary and I'm going to ride this out. I got you. Um, that has been really like a beautiful technique. And there's so many techniques with connecting with your body, just like the breathing, the EFT, just full on somatic awareness. Um, I really love incorporating inner child work with my, you know, with into my program because, you know, trauma is held in the body. So understanding where those limitations are coming from or those scary thoughts are coming from and getting in tune with where you're holding that it has um, it can really create some powerful shifts for for me and i've seen it with my clients as well it is massive that is the work right it literally is like body up and and that inner child like we all need to do that healing we all need to come back we all need to give love to ourselves that compassion and celebration as well. Yes. <laughs> this is something that I personally forget, um, you know, like to celebrate, you know, my own self. It's like, I feel like as a manifesting generator, 
I feel like I always want to just keep moving forward, right? Yes. <laughs> and I just keep thinking of the future and like moving, moving, moving and like excited about what's to come and whatnot. And I like, rarely do I stop to yeah. and be like, let's look at the past and everything that I've done, <laughs> you know, yeah. celebrate myself. It's like, no, that's boring. That That's passe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> let's do the new thing right like that's more interesting you know especially for my defined ajna that loves the stimulation it's like mm. let's think about all the new stuff <laughs> oh my god but yeah <laughs> well tell us a little bit about um how you run your business what kind of offers have you built for yourself so to say like how did you align your business to your lifestyle oh that's a good question um so right now I have one signature offer, which is just my 12-week one-on-one program. I dabbled in um, group coaching like a couple years ago. Oh, no, that was just last year. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, and a couple years ago. So I've experimented a couple times. I didn't really go all out because I felt like during those times I just wasn't ready. So I dropped it and I stuck to what felt best for me. Um, and I've, you know, I, every now and then when I have a surge of energy, I put out offers to do blueprints, you know, human design blueprints for people. Um, and then right now I feel like I am finally ready to hold a group space. So, um, it's been, it's been exciting to also think about how to hold this group space for myself. So I've also teetered with, do I just make it self-paced or do I use like, do I utilize a live setting every week? Um, And just flowing with my energy and my emotions there. And right now, like I am happy with the idea of um, making this first launch of this program live so that I do have, you know, live one-on-one calls because I feel like I also need to have that response um, to my clients to see and get their feedback for this first round. Right. Um, So that's been that's been fun. I love how you said about like, you know, responding in the moment that like when you have the energy and like putting out some offers, it's like that's the the managing style. Right. Like not just having it's not the generator or projector like I have, you know, this kind of program or this, you know, product suite and whatnot. Like I need something new. Right. Like, oh, I'm feeling inspired for this. You know, like, let me put out this workshop. Let me put out this little boot camp, like whatever it is. It's like, oh, this is something that is so present for me right now that I want everyone to experience as well right and you're like let me go out and and share it with the world and so it it does bring that fresh new energy for us right and then it keeps us going with the other things right so it it doesn't feel like you know groundhog day so to say (laughs) Which, which for us it does feel like that sometimes you know like I really envy so to say, right, projectors, you know, like, or, or generators that are like going with that one thing, right? And they're like, I don't care about the other stuff. Like, I just love focusing on this one thing. And I'm like, I wish that I could just, you know, do it like that. <laughs> And just, you know, focus on that one thing. Yeah. But there's so many things that inspire me, right? And then yes. ah, following all I, of those directions, it's like, ah. I know, I know. And like, so yeah, when it came to this group setting, thing too like I knew it was something I wanted to do but I was so scared because I didn't really have full um, experience with it well I am actually like a co-coach for another um, certification group and that has given me the opportunity to experience what it's like to hold space for a group so now that I've gotten that I feel much more confident with holding that space for my own group so again utilizing my experience to propel me forward into what I actually want to do that's been my that's been super helpful for me I realize you know it's not something I can just do research on and then go with it I I need to like allow myself to dive in 
Well, yeah, that's definitely <laughs> learns through the experience and you only feel kind of like safe and stable and like secure in this, right? Yes. After you go through the experience, like no amount of, of reading and learning in that kind of way, right? Is going to help you out. Right, right. It, 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 it can't, doesn't. you can't access that feeling without it, right? Yeah, like someone can tell me, oh, it's, it's going to be great. It's so easy. It's like, well, I need to figure that out for myself. <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. There's a huge thing about um, just the business model, right? And the the offer suite, right, that we have. And like, it, it is, it's fascinating, you know, with so many of my clients, like I, I go through and do an audit of everything that they're doing in their business, right? And to like kind of purge from all of the shoulds and expectations and purge also from that like old old school business and marketing, right? Like, mm -hmm. because we're so conditioned, we keep some of those, you know, the way that you're doing your sales calls, for example, you know, and like anything like that. And so like, when you actually tap into the offers that you truly want to be doing, right, and pivot around that and allow yourself to pivot, right, even though that's going to create a massive change, you know, in your business, like it unlocks, you know, it just liberates you. And unlocks your energy and your passion, you know, even for, you know, projectors doesn't really matter. It's like, it, I, I see massive changes when people allow themselves to say, like, actually, like, I do want to drop out of this group and just focus on one on one. Or for me, it was like, I really love, you know, intensives and things like that, right? Like, I yeah. really want to do more intensives, right? Yeah. And so allowing myself to just kind of like lean into that that much more and like not always be like, yeah, the big transformation, you know, of course is necessary, but some people don't need the full big transformation, right? Some people just want something right now intensive, right? <laughs> like they want to yeah. make this one big shift, everything else is taken care of. So let's do it, right? Let's, yes. let's do that intensive, right? So yeah, allowing yourself to have that kind of business model and offer suit that really suits you um is like massive in unlocking you know your energy and then that magnetism so to say right yeah yeah and I love like I love having like people like you and just like other coaches too where if my quad ride is a little too flowy and a little too inconsistent I know who I can reach out to for a little bit more structure you know a little bit more guidance and um you know having that defined route I also like having some pressure placed on me so like sometimes I'll call one of my friends who's very very organized she loves giving me deadlines you know to have <laughs> things done and I love getting deadlines you know because for me if I put pressure on myself to have something done by a certain date, like especially when it comes to this course creation, I never follow it. It just doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. I like lose my mojo. But if I know that there's external pressure coming down from for me, then it's like, oh, okay, I got to get this done. Even if I wait till the very last minute, which is, you know, the defined root style too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, same goes with the open and undefined, right? Like I procrastinate a lot and I also uh -huh. like need that, that outside deadline, right? When I have someone depending on me, right? Like mm. when I'm doing something for someone, easy peasy. When I'm doing it for myself, it's like, yeah, not to me, I don't feel that, oh. you know? <laughs> like, yeah, so it's like, it's never gonna get activated. I'm never gonna do this because there's yeah. always so many other things that give me mm. joy, right? right. Um, but sometimes you really want to, you know, go through with some something, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, just has to come from the right motivating place. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And talking about that magnetism, I do want to ask you about like your your expression and 
magnetizing clients, you know, like throughout, you know, the, the years and you have like, you know, amassed an audience for yourself, first of all, bravo, uh, with all of the algorithms and the things and the, you know, figuring things out. Um, how has like, you know, accessing your magnetism and magnetizing clients, you know, been for you that journey, you know, what were those things that you realized like, oh, when I actually do this, you know, people come into my world, right? How do you magnetize clients? Um, sharing my stories. So mm -hmm. sharing what I'm going through. I notice, you know, when I show up in my IG stories and kind of let people know what I've been processing, what cycles I've been breaking and, you know, helping other clients break, that's when the inquiries come in. You know, like I feel like my, my reels get the attention, but then my stories is what pulls people in. Oh, yes. Please, yeah. I need to. I need to just pause here and tell everyone this because that's something that, like, like I didn't even uh, realize way back. Anyways, it's like you have three different levels of content, right? And the reels are what gives you that exposure, right? And it's meant to be less niche, so to say, right? You are meant to hit more of those broad and general things, you know, like, hey, do you feel anxiety about your relationship or whatnot, right? right. Cool, okay, right? But then in your content, you go into the specific stuff that, you know, other people would not really maybe capture from the beginning. TikTok is really showing us the, the power of this, right? And I started to understand like, wait, this is more discovery because it's constantly just like reels, right? It, they're right. being pushed out in front of a new audience. Mm -hmm. So I can't be talking about, you know, here's what to do when you have an open whatever center, right? Like, right. yeah, it's going to come across some people, but why, if I want to capture and like get more people into human design, like it's perfect. It's beautiful. Right. And then sharing those, you know, TikToks and reels that are like, oh, when I started using human design or where I discovered human design, here's how my life changed. And then people are like, what is human design? Right. right? Let me see, let me figure out. Right. And then once they go in, it's like getting them into that story. Right. And nurturing them through that second level content. Right. And yeah. And sharing your story. And like you said, the power of stories, man, the power of like, just purely connecting. And this is especially true um, in the coaching industry, right? But, you know, and especially, especially true for um, like anyone who's serving women, mm -hmm. right? We really like all of us make decisions based on emotion, right? But the way that you present things, right? Like men and those of us, me personally, <laughs> who have more of like that masculine kind of, you know, mind, mm -hmm. we love going into like, you know, show me the, the logical stuff, right? right? Show me like the this and that, and like, I need to know all the nitty gritty, right? Whereas a lot of creatives, right? And a lot of women are more on that kind of like, I, I care about that too much yeah, yeah. cool 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 right <laughs> like I connect and something in, like activates me when I hear those stories when I feel that connection to you right, right. so like, all of it is very important right but when you're working you know with creatives with free spirits with women it is that much more important to lean into you know stories and and storytelling and making that connection and yeah showing that you empathize and also yeah, connecting your your journey to their journey, basically, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. The power of story, man. Yeah. I guess that that was also a journey for you, right? Like to allow yourself to share some of those parts, right? And yeah. like this, the fear of judgment. Yeah, so, you know, like part of my journey also actually started because I have a YouTube family vlog channel, 
which I'm taking a break on break break well which I am taking a break from because I don't feel like it right now. I just don't have the energy for it. Mm. Um, but I, I grew a large following on there and I realized just sharing the story of my family, just sharing the story of motherhood is what actually, you know, was the catalyst for like my following on Instagram. And it was also the catalyst for me finally taking that step towards coaching. I didn't know anything really about coaching four years ago, five years ago. Um, I was like, that's, that sounds nice. You know, like that's showing up for people and just talking to them. That's cool. But I didn't realize what impact, you know, what kind of impact it makes. Um, but because I was sharing my stories, a lot of people would write comments on my videos or email me asking for advice. And I'm like, okay, this is interesting. You know, I'm not doing anything special, but I'm literally just sharing my life. You know, for me and my family vlogs are just like home videos. And if people enjoy them, great. If people don't want to watch them, great. I really don't care. Um, but for me, it's something I can look back on because they bring me happiness. Um, but being, you know, being seen and actually people coming to me for life advice, motherhood advice, marriage advice. I was like, okay, there's something to this. There's something to this by just being me. Um, so then that that ends up translating translating into that shift out of nursing and finally doing something like this and sharing, continuing to share those stories. Beautiful. Oh, thank you for doing that. Thank you for sharing those stories and being vulnerable, yeah. right? So to kind of like wrap it up, you like you're obviously doing a lot of great things in your business and you've made a beautiful pivot and you know shifted into really doing what you love and what is in alignment with you know the lifestyle that you want to live. Um, what are those things are that like still annoy you about business, right? Like that you think could be better, that you wish, you know, could be a little bit different. Um the inconsistency. Like entrepreneur, <laughs> entrepreneurship is hard. <laughs> it really is. Like, and to go from a, you know, a, that stable job as a nurse to going into entrepreneurship, it's definitely been a journey and it's been a test for my own trust in myself, my trust in the universe, you know, and just, um, lots of experimentation. Um, I feel like this, even just this last summer, it was a pretty slow summer for me, but I saw it as, you know, when I, I saw as, I saw myself leaning more into my design and realized a lot of my summer was based on integration experiences, based on integration of what I teach and in this next level version of myself. So when it came to, you know, holding healthier boundaries with people, when it came to healing other parts of myself, I had to really go in. Um, and now I'm realizing now that I've come out on the other side of that, I can share these now and I can actually integrate that into this course that I'm creating, which I feel like it's, you know, it's taking on a life of its own now. So mm -hmm. it's, it's very interesting to have to ride the waves of those and have to, sometimes I really feel like I have to force myself to just be patient, you know, like you like we said, what we talked about earlier, being patient and just trusting. Yeah. The impatience of an MG with a defined root is unparalleled. I, I know, I know. <laughs> I know, I know that. I know that so well. Oh my God. As a, as a many gen, I wish that I can just kind of like, Hey, I know what to do. I'm doing it. Let's just, let's get those results lined up. Yes, let's get them showing the up. Like what was the hold up? Come on. I need to do the next thing. Give me this thing so I can like serve the world with the next thing. Like, come on, come exactly. on. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's something. And I do want to share. So like, um, since you were talking about that quad, right. And that inconsistency, right. And that 
the fluctuations. Yeah. Um, what I see very, very, um, how do you say it, very present um, in the clients that I work with, which you know are usually women. I did work with some men, and I'm still open to working with men. Um, but the thing is that we've left the corporate world right? We've left the nine to fives and the whatnots, right? And then came into coaching. And most of us have burnt out before, right? And had that feeling, you know, and like, want to leave the hustle and want to have the freedom, right? And so what happens for a lot of us is that we go too much in that on that like feminine side, right? And just want to lean into that and completely neglect the masculine, right? Because we don't enjoy thinking about the systems, the processes, the automations and the things like that. It's like, oh my God, this is so boring, right? <laughs> and then when you're at the beginning stages, you know, of your business, you don't have, you know, the resources, you know, maybe to invest in someone who's, you know, going to set all of that up, right? And help you with all of those things. Right. Um, and so you kind of like neglect that. And that is usually the re one of the big, big reasons why people have inconsistency in their business. They don't have that, like those stable systems and structures, right? And like even, you know, for your programs and things like that, right? Especially coaches, it's like, why are you explaining the same thing over and over again, right? Like, why not record something and have it for your clients? Why, you know, why don't you have an, a beautifully organized library, you know, of all of the resources that you want to send to people, but you're always like searching for it in different folders and files and all of that. <laughs> it just wastes so much energy. Yeah. Right? And the, the systems are there. It's the beautiful masculine structure that actually holds the feminine and enables you to play carefree, right? And for as long as you don't have that structure, you're not carefree. In the back of your mind, you're always thinking, right? If, oh, if that person signs up tomorrow, oh, do I have the email set up right? Oh, I didn't do that thing. And I didn't do this thing, right? And it's just draining your energy. These are the energy leaks, literally, the energy leaks that we have to plug if we want to reclaim our energy, if we want to amplify our magnetism. Right. It's just inevitable. Right. But yeah. So the, the, the sooner you can actually get into setting up those structures. Right. And being a little bit more organized and, and clean, you know, in, in everything, um, the more carefree you can you can be. Right. And the more stability that you can have in your business, especially with like, you know, the, the lead generation, which is the biggest you know, issue of any business, like where do you get leads, right? right? Where do you find people? And then once you do find them, like how do you actually motivate them to go for their own transformation and invest in their own transformation by investing in you, right? And so- uh, Yes, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I hear you, Eva. And I, I see myself definitely hiring out soon for someone who has that structure. Cause I mean, even just last night I was learning the Kajabi system and I was like, wow, this is really draining for me. But I was like energized because mm -hmm. of my course, but then drained by the system, yeah. you know? So I, I totally get that. And I'm looking forward to collaborating with someone who can help be that masculine energy and hold me while I do my all my fun stuff. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's the hard part of, of entrepreneurship, especially those startup stages, right? Like, yeah. you know, you gotta do it. You gotta do things that you don't want to do, right? That you don't enjoy doing, yeah. right? If you want to move forward, because you don't, you know, you don't have all of the resources to spend on everything that you want support with, right? Exactly. You could with some things that are like massive. I really don't know how to do this. I got to pay someone, right? But then right. there are some other things that are like, oh, 
I gotta, you know, I can't right now. I gotta like do this myself. And then you gotta go through the dread. <laughs> I'm there right now. <laughs> I, know. I know that the, the tech stuff. Yeah. Super, yeah. super boring. Super boring. <laughs> uh, anyways. Th- uh, yeah. Thank you for, for this beautiful uh, conversation. Tell me to finish this up. What are you prioritizing right now as like the next step in your, in your evolution? Like the edgy, exciting expansion. Ooh, how do people usually answer that, Eva? That's like, it's so deep. <laughs> well, I guess it's your group. And definitely that's yeah. like the next, you know, edgy yeah. expansion, so to say. Yes. So I, I feel my my coaching evolving once again. So, I mean, I started off as like a mindset coach and then going into human design now, like doing working with trauma. And now I feel like my focus is starting to be more on parents Mm. um, and helping parents heal so that they can be the parents that they want to be. And I'm very lit up by that. I have three kids myself. And, um, when I was talking about the integration of the summer, there's so many things that I, you know, I was having that imposter syndrome of like, am I even fit to teach other parents? But the tools that I've been using with my kids, were my evidence that the shit works. So yeah. um, I'm excited to start integrating more of parenting stuff into my into my line of business. So that's the next level me that's coming up for now. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. And with that gate 37 in your unconscious son, that gate of like family, right? How can you not be like all about that, right? right. So it's beautiful. And then the pivots that, you know, like it, it's pivoting to alignment. No one knows that as, as good as us, I guess, especially you, like with the 6-3, like could, could it be any more Always experiment, <laughs> fail into alignment, <laughs> right? Yes. So making those pivots and like, okay, this is cool and equip me with something, but not, not fully clicking. There's something more here. There's something more here. And then uncovering what that is and just integrating and elevating. Beautiful. Yeah. I think yeah. what I love about the 6-3 is that knowing that every experience that I have, even if it doesn't seem like it worked out, it actually does still it, it did still teach me something that is going that is bleeding into the next thing that I want to try. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even before, like I was a hospice nurse, so like dealing with the end of life and I have kids at the beginning of life, I'm taking all of these experiences and culminating it into my course now and what I do. Oh, the, the, the massive wisdom, the full spectrum <laughs> wisdom, right? From birth to death, like the, the whole thing. So wow. Much, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, I'll drop the links to you know to anything that you want to share in in the show notes. But uh, mm-hmm. anything that you would love to invite people into if they're interested in working with you. Yeah. So if you're interested in beginning that healing journey and starting to align with your own design, um, then we can do one-on-one work with my 12-week program called Dare to Love Yourself. Or I do have my upcoming uh, group course program for parents, which is called the Embodied Parent. Beautiful. Oh, we definitely need more of that, you know, with the with the new world that we're yes. birthing, right? And the shifts Absolutely. that we're making, like we definitely need to like learn how to navigate that and like drop the old world paradigm behavior and all of that no that more. we were raised in. <laughs> yep. And it's so yep. beautiful that we're so aware of like what we're doing and how we are playing out those patterns, right? And that we do have the the tools to shift right. that around. We're definitely privileged in that aspect that these resources are available to us and we really have no excuse not to break old cycles, you know, so we got to utilize whatever we can. Exactly. Beautiful. Thank you for doing your magical work. Thank you. Thank you. It's my honor. 
Thank you, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the episode and uh, we'll see you in the next one. Till then, stay blessed.